Hello, my friend. Before we get into the Hairstylist Rising podcast, I have to tell you a secret. I just launched a brand new podcast called The Visionary Rising. You are going to love this new podcast if you're ready for beyond the basics marketing, business, mindset, and visibility for creative entrepreneurs, including hairstylists, educators, coaches, photographers, and online business owners. And Hairstylist Rising will remain a place where you can listen in on conversations with industry leaders, whereas the actual marketing and mindset lessons from yours truly will mostly exist over on the new show. So make sure you go follow wherever you're listening to this podcast. The Visionary Rising was born because I realized that although we come from similar backgrounds in terms of a lot of us being hairstylists, we need to stop seeing ourselves just as our job description and start seeing ourselves for who we truly are. In my community, I realized the thing we have in common isn't just the beauty industry. It's that we are visionaries, we are creatives with heart, we have so much purpose and a burning desire to make a huge impact. We want to build businesses that give us the lifestyles that we dream about and also start a ripple effect for our clients and communities. Now, here's the fun thing. I've actually created a bunch of bonus content for you, and all you have to do is hit subscribe on the Visionary Rising podcast over on your favorite podcast player and leave a rating so I can see what you think. Then just send me a DM and DM me a screenshot over on Instagram on the brand new page, The Visionary Rising, and we'll send your bonus goodies over. I am so excited for you to listen into this new show. We have just dropped three incredible episodes to celebrate our launch. So pause this, go check out The Visionary Rising, and we can get into today's episode. Welcome to Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Together, we are going to dive deep into mindset, marketing, and finding fulfillment in this beautiful industry. I'm your host, Jody Brown, and I am a hairstylist veteran turned online entrepreneur and mindful marketing mentor just for beauty pros. No topic is off limits. We are going to pull back the curtain and discover the success secrets of hairstylists that are rising. Welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. I am your host, Jody Brown, branding and marketing strategist just for hairstylists. Now, before we get started on today's episode, I am giving you an opportunity to win a $100 gift card to the website or business of your choice. So here's how we're going to do it. If you love this podcast, I want you to go straight to the iTunes page you're listening on and leave a rating and review. I want this review to include your favorite topic we have covered so far or your favorite thing about the podcast and what you'd love to see more of. Now, in order to enter, what you need to do is leave the review and screenshot your review and post it in your Instagram story. Tag me at It's Jody Brown to enter. I love creating this podcast for you and hearing about all the amazing wins you've experienced because of it. And this is my way of saying thank you. The winner will be drawn on September 15th. Now, today we are going to talk about one of my absolute favorite topics, branding yourself as a stylist and the impact that it can have on your business. Now, I know we have talked a lot about this topic before, but it's constantly changing and evolving. And I think it's time for a little refresh. 
After teaching several rounds of my group coaching program, Beauty Brand Bootcamp, I have got some serious insight and some fresh knowledge that I want to focus on today. And we're going to talk about differentiating between branding and marketing. And I think that will help you better understand and focus on the process and importance of building a personal brand as a beauty professional and how to market once you do. So first, what is the difference between branding and marketing? Ren Jones said it this way, marketing is the equivalent of asking someone on a date and branding is why they say yes. I love this quote and I think it really, really sums it up nicely. So in other words, when you're marketing, essentially you're extending an invitation to be a part of your community, your business, and your culture. And your brand is that culture. So how people perceive you and how your values, voice, and visuals communicate what you're all about. In today's episode, we're going to talk about both, but let's start with your foundation, your brand. Now, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, love him or hate him, has famously said, your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. What that means is that whether you are intentional about influencing it or not, there is a perception of you. As a beauty professional, especially if you're marketing yourself online, you are your brand. And the best way you can leverage online marketing to build your business is to embrace that Create a captivating personal brand. It's absolutely crucial when you're growing and marketing your beauty business online. You'll start to build the know, like, and trust factor and convert followers and lurkers into actual clients, as well as getting way more engagement and building serious momentum in your business. You don't need tens of thousands of followers to build a profitable business by marketing yourself online. You do need the kind of personal brand that makes you irreplaceable in the eyes of your ideal clients. I'm going to walk you through an exercise that will help you audit your existing online presence and see if you're currently doing a great job of representing yourself and your brand on your Instagram page, on your website, and in any other marketing materials you might have. So if your mind is wandering, You'll want to pay attention to this part. Grab a notebook if you can, and we are going to work through some questions here. If you're driving, go ahead and keep listening to this episode and then do this exercise when you get home or where you're somewhere that you can really pay attention. This is not just another podcast episode. This is a serious training, and I want you to kind of take advantage of that. So who you are, who you serve, what you specialize in, where they might connect with you, and what you're about, how you'll make them feel, are all of the really important questions that you want to make it really, really obvious in your marketing materials and on your Instagram and your website. So let's get into these questions in more detail. Firstly, who you are. So here's a hint. If you have a feed full of nothing but hair photos and a logo as your profile pic, you're probably not hitting this one quite yet. People want to connect with people, especially after a period of isolation like the one that we have experienced over the past couple years. I think it's fast forwarded the importance of showing up personally in your branding and in your marketing materials. So as a consumer who uses Instagram to search for service providers myself, 
I can tell you, if I don't see someone, I can easily identify as the person behind the brand within a few seconds of landing on a page or a website. I generally don't have a feeling of trust in the business. The power of being able to put a face to a name cannot be stated strongly enough. Because beauty services are so personal, we need to see the person behind the business. Now, I'm not saying it's impossible to get clients without showing your face, but I am saying it's going to be really, really hard. And as someone who has been on all sides of this equation, I know that I will not book a service with someone who I can't see beforehand. And I know that a lot of my friends um, outside of the industry feel the same just because they really want to have that feeling of connection. Authenticity and transparency are so important and people want to get to know you. If they scroll through all of your Instagram, say they get that far and you know they're not seeing anyone that looks like the person behind the business, there's a good chance they're going to move on to a page where they do feel like they can connect with the business and the person behind it. So moving on to the next question, is it obvious who you serve? Do you know your ideal client and do they know who you serve once they land on your page? This is all about messaging. And if you haven't listened yet to episode 37, the hairstylist guide to creating content that connects after this episode, or even pause and go do it now, go listen. There is an accompanying download I've created for you to help you get started getting really clear on your ideal client and messaging. So you can put a foot in the right direction. If your perfect clients stumble upon your page and has zero clue that you're the one for them, that is a damn shame and honestly makes a lot of your marketing null and void. They won't follow you if they are unclear that you are for them. This needs to be a priority for you if you want to grow your business using online marketing, and you should because it's a golden opportunity to target your dream clients as long as you do it right. Okay. Now we're going to get into what you specialize in. And why is this important? Well, you may have heard the phrase, the riches are in the niches. I say niche, but still, the point is the same. It just doesn't have the same flow. Most clients do not want a generalist. They want something specific, whether it's a service or an experience. Now, the obvious one here is if there is a service that you specialize in that your ideal clients are drawn to, absolutely showcase this. So whether you are an extension specialist, a natural hair specialist, whether you are a balayage artist or a bridal artist, you know, if you have a specialty, make sure it's really, really obvious. Now, I have talked to stylists who feel extremely strongly about not only marketing to one type of service, they want some variety. And I differ from some educators who insist that you can only cater to one service. Like you can only do vivids or you can only do balayage because here's the thing, your ideal client is more than their hair. And that is how you will connect with them on that emotional level. You want to showcase what you excel at though. And so knowing the types of services your ideal client will be wanting will guide which photos and videos of your work you choose to display. For instance, if you don't want to do any color corrections, don't post color corrections. If you never want to do another full head of highlights again and you'd rather focus on balayage, don't post bright to the root blondes, even if you have them in your clientele. 
Maybe your ideal client values a luxurious spa-like escape from their day and your profile makes it obvious that's what you offer. That's amazing. Maybe your ideal client values efficiency and your profile makes it obvious that that's what you offer. Make sure what sets you apart and makes you different from other stylists in your area is extremely obvious. That is so, so important when you are crafting that ideal client and crafting your marketing that you are speaking directly to them. All right, moving on. So the next question is, does your profile make it obvious where they might connect with you and what you're about? If you're thinking where they might connect with me, well, duh. If they found me on Instagram, isn't it obvious where they might connect with me? Definitely not what I'm talking about with this point, but we want to make sure that your ideal client knows where you connect with them on a personal level. So one of my favorite ways to explain this is, what might you have in common? When your favorite client sits in your chair, what do they talk about and what non-hair questions do they ask? To build know, like, and trust with your audience, you'll have to learn to connect on a deeper level. Endless hair photos will not do the trick here, my friend. And if you're looking for a filter, like what is too personal to share um, on your Instagram or in your marketing materials, here's a good gut check. If you wouldn't say it behind the chair, do not say it online. Now, the last thing you want to make clear is how you'll make them feel. And I want to share a quote with you. People do not buy goods and services, they buy relationships, stories, and magic. And this is an amazing quote from Seth Godin. I want you to let that sink in. People do not buy goods and services, they buy relationships, stories, and magic. Let that sink in. For truly powerful branding and marketing, how will you build relationships and tell stories and create magic. This isn't the result of cookie cutter caption templates or posting for the sake of it. This is the result of really digging deep into your ideal client's wants and needs, your values as a business, and the culture and experience that you have curated. Your branding should answer these questions and more. By defining yourself and your personal brand, you can stay consistent and consistency builds trust and credibility with your audience and potential clients. Keep your tone and personality the same. Use visuals, brand elements, and imagery consistently and communicate your values and who you are there to serve. Finding your unique voice and staying true to it is one of the keys to creating a captivating personal brand that makes you and your business completely irreplaceable to your dream clients. Branding is the foundation of any effective marketing strategy, and it's got to come first. All right, so now we are going to dive into marketing yourself. Now, in other words, How are you going to spread the word and make your amazing brand and business visible to the people who need to see it the most? Let's talk about your marketing channels. I'll tell you my favorites and why, as well as some other options for you. Now, this isn't going to surprise you, but first and foremost is Instagram. It's just an amazing way to build awareness and hype around your beauty biz. It's also an amazing way to target your ideal clients because chances are they are hanging out there. Did you know that there are 1 billion, 
billion, not million, 1 billion monthly active users on Instagram and a whopping 81% of them use Instagram to research products and services. That means your dream clients are out there. They are on the platform and they are looking for exactly what it is that you do. Once you effectively brand yourself and learn how to communicate exactly what it is that makes you and your business special, it is a golden opportunity to attract the attention of your ideal clients. Content marketing is also a wonderful way to deepen connections with your existing clients so you can maintain a wonderful relationship with them and ensure they stick around because you're irreplaceable in their eyes. Instagram is like anything. Once you learn how to use it properly, it doesn't have to be hard, and I have plenty of podcast episodes that can help you dig into it. If you find me on Instagram at it's Jody Brown, there is tons of education that will help you better leverage your time on Instagram. All right. So the next marketing channel that I love is email marketing. This is one of my favorite ways because you get to deliver content, education, and promos directly to your client's inbox. Most people check their email daily. So it's a great way to keep in touch with existing customers and stay top of mind. You can offer special promos and even early access to booking for those who are on your list so it can incentivize new clients to join as well. A great way to get new clients on your email list is a discount on their first product order or maybe a complimentary upgrade like a conditioning treatment or extended massage when they book their first appointment or even an entry into a giveaway. And Social media marketing and email marketing can go hand in hand because I actually coach to repurposing some of your social content really strategically or existing copy that you might have in your business in your email marketing. So it really isn't a lot of extra work, but it can make a huge impact. Now, the next thing I'll chat about is maybe not traditionally considered a marketing channel, However, it's powerful and effective for building your business. So that's why I've included it here. Networking with other local businesses. And you can do this 100% online. So no more having to go out and hand out business cards if you don't want to. Whether it's teaming up for giveaways or joint promotions, or even just shouting them out online, it can be an amazing brand builder for several reasons. People love to do business with those that they know, like, and trust. Business owners need stylists too, and beauty services as well. So if you're building relationships, it could turn into a client in itself. Number two, it's so uplifting. Getting into your local business community is a great way to make friends that have similar interests and goals and understand the importance of attracting a customer base. So they will likely be really happy to mention your name or your business in a room full of opportunities and Those are pretty awesome friends to have. Number three is networking with other local businesses that your ideal client might frequent will make your business much more visible. If you're a bridal specialist, think bridal boutiques, makeup artists, and photographers. If you're a low-tox, clean beauty or salon stylist, maybe it's yoga studios and juice bars. Think about where your ideal clients are hanging out and start there. Other marketing channels could be Pinterest, Facebook, and Facebook ads, and your website. 
I'm a big believer in having your own website as a beauty pro, but we'll dive deeper into that on another episode. Right now, we're just kind of going over the channels. Another thing to keep in mind is Google. Having Google My Business set up will help you rank higher in the search engine, as well as allow your clients to leave reviews. Yelp and your website will also show up in Google reviews, especially if properly optimized, so it can be worth paying attention to and optimizing. The other thing that you'll want to keep in mind is that with a lot of platforms such as Yelp, Facebook, if you don't set up a profile for your business, other people can do it for you. So it's good to take control and get that set up for yourself. Now, you don't have to start out being absolutely everywhere right at the beginning, okay? I'm not trying to overwhelm you. I'm just trying to outline what is possible. So you can pick a few channels to begin with and then just add as you go and as you systemize your marketing processes, because once you first start anything, it's going to feel a little bit more overwhelming at first. And then once you get into the flow and once you get a system in place, especially if you're automating parts of your marketing, which I absolutely believe that you should be, then you're going to have a little bit more space to start adding these other channels. So pick a few marketing channels to begin with and then add as you go. And I recommend starting with Instagram because your target market is hanging out there, email marketing and a great website. Those are, that's the really, really great place to start. I affectionately have dubbed these the marketing trifecta because (laughs) I think they just work really great together. Now, If you're a fan of the Hairstylist Rising podcast, don't forget to enter to win that $100 gift certificate to the business of your choice by leaving a rating and review on iTunes and screenshotting it in your Instagram story tagging It's Jody Brown. Now, make sure that you apply this knowledge that we went over this week and you really take a look at where you're at in your branding and marketing journey so that you can build the best business and the best brand possible. Thank you again for joining me on the Hairstylist Rising podcast. As always, I'll see you back here same time, same place next week. Bye for now.